So what if you opened your closet and something or someone told you exactly what to wear? Kind of like getting in your car and doing your navigation system and knowing where you're going to be going, you actually could have the ultimate book of outfit formulas. That's what we're talking about today. Stay tuned. Hey there, I'm Amy Schmidt and welcome to this episode of the Fearlessly Facing 50 podcast. I am so happy you're here and whether you're out for a walk or you're driving in the car, cooking dinner or folding laundry, thank you for taking time to listen. I know how valuable everyone's time is and today's episode is going to be worth the time. I'll just give that as a little teaser. Before we jump into our fantastic interview today, I wanted to give you a little task to do. So uh, go ahead and go to www.betterthangossip.com and see what you see there on that page because there's some big news coming and um, I'm gonna ask you to check it out. And when you do, go ahead and shoot me an email at amy at fearlesslyfacing50.com. 50 spelled out. Let me know you saw it and what do you think is happening? So that's the challenge for the week. Um, And now I'm not gonna wait any longer because this episode is filled with tips and tricks and hacks from somebody amazing I've had on before. Her name is Allison Lombatis. She has recently written a book called The Ultimate Book of Outfit Formulas. You can find everything about this book. I'll link it to the episode notes, but go to outfitformulas.com, outfitformulas.com. You can learn more there. And I also am joined today, we, we recorded this a while ago, and we had just gotten back from a trip to Florida to do a site visit. So I have the amazing Kristen Cofield on with me today as well. So stay tuned. Okay, I'm going to ask it. Who's had night sweats? who's had hot flashes. (laughs) If you're a listener and you've experienced some of those perimenopausal or postmenopausal symptoms and are looking for relief, I've got something for you. And remember, I only share brands that I really believe in that have been a game changer or life changer in this case for me. So I want you to check out Bonafide Health. It's B-O-N-A-F-I-D-E.com backslash fearless. You can also use the code fearless for special savings as an extra bonus. But this company is focused on women who suffer from any of the broad range of peri- or postmenopausal symptoms and that want safe and effective non-drug solutions that they can trust. Hormone-free relief, no prescription needed. I checked out one of their products called Relizin, and it provides powerful hormone-free relief to women with hot flashes and night sweats. Been a game changer. I think my husband will attest to it as well. No more sleepless nights, so check it out bonafide.com b-o-n-a-f-i-d-e.com backslash fearless use the code fearless for special savings and let me know what you think you're going to hear more about it in the coming weeks but check it out and let me know you can thank me later so happy to be here and so excited to talk to allison and hear more about her book and what inspired the book and you know some of the takeaways that that we can use in our own closets. Exactly. So, you know, I started it out the last time I had Allison on a live show was we walk into our closets, too many clothes and nothing to wear. And I want to start with one question, and this is totally off the cuff. We haven't discussed this at all before, but we're we're talking a lot about simplifying right now, like simplifying our lives, putting self-care, you know, as, as a priority, getting establishing routines. So walking in your closet, when you have too many things in there, 
I heard this little hack that you should turn the, the top of the hanger around the other way until you wear it. And then like at six months, look what you haven't worn and get rid of it. Now, have you heard that? I have. I actually have heard that hack and I've tried it before. And I discovered a few things when I did this. Number one is that I reach for the same things over and over again. <laughs> Even though I have a lot of variety in there, I just keep pulling the same pieces out. And number two, it forces me to look at those pieces in a different way. So if it is something that's been neglected in my closet, you know, some days I would challenge myself and say, haven't turned that hanger around yet. I'm going to pull that piece out and try to pair it up with some other pieces in my closet. So I highly recommend it. If it's if you're looking to start with something small, this is a great hack, especially when we're at the beginning of a season like we are right now. You can kind of assess what am I actually wearing this season and what can I possibly take out of my closet? Mm, I think that's really interesting. So I've tried that. And, you know, I do feel like we were just on Instagram live together, the three of us, and Kristen pulled out this Chanel black coat that she had gotten um, and, and she hadn't worn it in a while. Should she still wear it? You know, there are those pieces. Kristen, would you classify that as like a feel good piece? Yeah. And it's kind of a, it's, it's very comfortable. And when I wear it, it does, it does almost give me superpowers. You know, I feel, I feel very confident in it because it's a beautifully made piece of clothing. Um, but I think what we talked about on the Instagram live was sometimes I feel like I get in a rut with my clothing and I don't think of wearing it in a new way. And so when Allison was like, oh, a white t-shirt, a great fitting pair of jeans, you know, sassy shoes, maybe, maybe mules or something. Oh, the light bulb went off. And I think that's where so, so often we get stuck is we wear the same clothes in the same way. And we don't think out of the box with our clothes. We get in, you know, it's like what I do with food, you know, so, so much food, nothing to eat right. kind of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I love that you brought up the, the food analogy, because I oftentimes compare this to meal planning for your closet. It's about having the right ingredients you know, taking that shopping list into the store so that you're not overwhelmed by all the choices and really just focusing on the ingredients for the recipes. And in this case, the recipes are the outfit formulas that you're creating. So it's definitely that same concept. And, and in a sense, it's a less is more type of thing too. You don't have to go out and buy a lot of stuff. And you probably have a good many things in your closet already that you can use, just like our pantries have a lot of staples in there that we can use too. So it's about just finding new ways to pair up the pieces that we already have and then adding in those few fresh ingredients to keep everything fresh and current. Yeah. So I have to ask one question. Do you have a favorite white t-shirt brand? Yes, I do. And it, it, this question comes up over and over again. I love this question because I feel like the white t-shirt is like the unicorn of our closets, right? We can't find the one that's you know thick enough or has yeah. the, the right like kind of slouchiness or the right fit. So I went out to, and did some crowdsourcing to the Get Your Pretty On community. And I said, hey, give me your favorite white t-shirt brands. I was in the process of refreshing my closet. And a lot of respondents said that they love the Everlane t-shirts. Mm -hmm. I know that they're a little bit on the thinner side, but they do have that kind of really nice slouchy feel to them, um, especially if you're kind of half tucking the t-shirt in, into your jeans. Yeah, right. These, those work really, really well for that. Another one that got really high marks, and this is a budget category t-shirt, was the Universal Thread t-shirt from Target. Oh. Everybody loves Universal Thread t-shirts. I went out and bought them in several colors. I love them. They hold up well. 
Um, I feel like they're a really nice thickness. They wash well, and you know I can wear them right out of the dryer, which I love. We don't well, like I've to got iron to go to our Target. T-shirt. I'll see you. I'm curious about you know what's so interesting to me about your story, Allison, and I think you know Kristen and I both being you know building brands from from the base up and now collaborating on on this event. Um, you know, tell me how like when you look back at your engineering background because you were an engineer. Has this always kind of been, did you think this would be the trajectory of, of where you would be? Did you ever have any idea that you'd be running your own thing and, and owning your own business and writing a book? Honestly, no, I never could have dreamed this in my wildest dream. I always had sort of, you know, entrepreneurial aspirations and I had run small businesses on the side throughout the 14 years that I was a telecom engineer because I felt like I was that, you know, square peg in the round hole in engineering. <laughs> I have a technical side, but I also have a creative side. And I didn't feel like that creative side was being expressed at all. And that's really a lot of the reason why the blog came to be. I was looking for a solution to a problem that I had. I was struggling with getting dressed every day. I've been working from home for a few years um, with, in that yoga pants rut that a lot of us have fallen into you know, yeah. as, a, as a result of the pandemic. Yeah. And I wanted to start getting dressed again because I knew that was something that would help my motivation, that would make me feel better on a daily basis. And that's why I started blogging. I knew nothing about blogging, photography, style, <laughs> for that fact. Um, but I was learning and sharing my journey as I went. And it turns out that women didn't need an expert in this space. They needed somebody that was just a step ahead of them. Mm-hmm. They could teach them, you know, these are the pieces you need in your closet. This is how I'm rebuilding my wardrobe. And I will say that an engineering background absolutely helped me in this process because the framework for outfit formulas was really based upon a formula of tops, bottoms, toppers, accessories, and shoes, the five elements of every good outfit and really making combinations of those pieces to build a capsule wardrobe. So it's interesting to see how, even though there were all these seemingly unrelated things that were in my past, all of them were woven into a tapestry of what I'm doing today. And now I couldn't have, like I said, I couldn't have dreamed up a job or something that I do as love or love as much as this, or as passionate about as this, but everything that I was doing was kind of leading down this path all along. You know, for viewers today, in those times when you feel like you're getting stuck, do take that time to look back and see where those gifts are, because it certainly has, has helped you develop, you know, where you are today as well as Kristen. Yeah. And and I would like to add too, that I didn't start any of this until I was over 40. So this is definitely a second act in my career and, and, you know, one that I never could have dreamed of. So it's never too late. Yeah. And I think sometimes women undervalue their skills and experiences, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and for many of us, we might've, you know, I sold one business and then I was a full-time mom but I was organizing the fundraisers and I was, you know, coordinating, you know, the, uh, the lacrosse team travel stuff and, you know, all of those skills that are really incredibly valuable and useful. Um, I think when we pull, pull out and we kind of look back a little bit, it's like, Oh, wait a minute, look at all the things that, that I do and that I do well. Take me through when they pick up this book and they start reading it. And then they go to the same spot, which a lot of women will do. We got to admit it. They're going to say, oh, I just can't, I, I can't, I don't know if I have time to do all that. Do I, do I have time to go find those pieces? Walk me through how you can use this book the best. So when I crawl into bed at night, especially on these cold winter nights in the Northeast, I want my bed to feel like a big warm hug. 
and I wanted to share with you, and I've shared it before, so I hope some of you have checked it out. It's called AmericanBlossomLinens.com is how you can find it, AmericanBlossomLinens.com. You can use the code FEARLESS and the number 20, and you get a 20% discount, but I am hooked on these sheets, and they really are wonderful. They're American-made, and you actually can fall into bed with soft, comfortable linens, and every time you wash them, they get softer and softer. It's a sustainable, ethical, linen sheet line um, that's made with 100% American organic cotton. So environmentally great and like a big warm hug. So check it out, AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use the code FEARLESS20 and get a good night's sleep. You know, I think that I always go back to the most unpopular opinion and that's cleaning out your closet. (laughs) If you do nothing else with this book, then start with that. I really feel like we have to know what we have to know what we need. And you're not going to know that if you're walking into this closet stuff full of things that you may or may not be wearing, because we only wear 20% of what's in there anyway. So by taking out that other 80%, yeah, and just focusing on the pieces that you're actually wearing, number one, it's going to cut down on decision fatigue, because you're not going to walk in there and see all of these different choices, you're going to see the things that you're actually wearing. And when you do this, it's going to feel scary because you're going to think, oh, I have no clothes now. What am I going to do? But this is going to give you a really good baseline because you're going to be able to rebuild your wardrobe by knowing exactly what you need. And when you walk into the store armed with that list, like, hey, I need a new white T-shirt or I need a new pair of dark wash jeans or whatever those pieces may be, you're not going to feel overwhelmed and intimidated when you walk into the store because you're going to know that these are actually items that you do need and you're going to have that focused shopping with a purpose going on. So that's really key. And then I think the other thing that you can do from that point is take the pieces that you do have that you are wearing and start pairing them up into different outfit formulas. Pull out your favorite pair of jeans or pants or skirt that you're wearing right now and start pairing it up with different tops and toppers and shoes and accessories and take a picture of each one of these pairings and keep it on your phone then you're going to have outfit formulas that you can refer back to over and over again just from the pieces that you already have in your closet and that's without buying a single thing then you can go out and start adding in those fun pieces or filling in the gaps in your wardrobe so i would recommend starting with those two things first and foremost take everything out that you're not wearing that doesn't fit you you know i know we have a lot of emotional baggage in our closets but even if you don't physically get rid of it out of sight, out of mind, box it up, put it in storage, just don't have it in there. You can decide what to do with it later on down the road. Do that and then start creating some outfit pairings from the pieces that you currently have in there. And those two things alone are gonna put you in so much of a better position than you're in right now and make you feel so much lighter, honestly, and give you options that you didn't even know that you had. I would say there is a, there is something empowering about going in your closet and just kind of going through. I have to share a story. I, uh, a shout out to my friend in Maryland who we had our first babies together and we decided to have a, a tag sale or a rummage sale, whatever part of the country you're in. A tag sale is where I was living at the time. And I came across this dress that I had bought at Dillard's and it was this floral dress. And my friend looked at me and she said, Oh, dear Lord, Amy. I mean, like you got to get, I didn't want to sell it. I didn't want to get rid of it or anything because it had that emotional part of it. Thank goodness I did. I got rid of it. But, you know, Kristen, do you have pieces like that too? You know, the emotional part that, that Allison talked about, I think there is something to that. We don't want to get rid of it. It has a story. No, I have a skirt in my closet that I've had since high school. (laughs) Really? And it just moves with me. Um, But I have fond memories um, attached to it. It's a little tight for me, Um, maybe, but I just, I'm not willing to get rid of it, but 
I think we do get emotional attachment, but um, what is your feeling? And I, and I heard Amy saying earlier, you know, I'm like still not sure what my body type is. And so how do you feel about alterations? Um, I went to LA, my daughter wanted me to buy a dress for her wedding at this vintage, this very upscale vintage bridal salon. And I tried on four dresses and I found a dress I liked and it didn't quite fit me right. And I had, you know, a series of fittings and it was honestly, it was amazing. I mean, the dress was really amazing. Um, And I felt so empowered by it um, because it fit me so well. So how do you feel about alterations? And do you think if you know, women have something in their closets that they love, that they really don't want to get rid of, but maybe it either doesn't fit them right, or if it's out of date, should they invest in getting it tailored? Absolutely. And I think getting items tailored again is a great way. I mean, just from a sustainability standpoint, if you don't need to go out and buy something new, you can get something tailored and be able to get some longevity out of it, then by all means, I definitely am all for it. You know, sometimes you can find a piece in the store, too, that maybe you love the color, you love the pattern, you love the cut, but it doesn't fit you exactly right. Or you can be between sizes in the store. That doesn't mean that item's not going to work for you. You can get a completely custom fit from things straight off the rack just by taking them to the right tailor and getting those pieces sized and fitted for your body. So I am absolutely all about it. There have been dresses before that I've fallen in love with. And, you know, just weren't quite right in certain areas. They wanted to nip in the waist a little bit. Or I have, I'm a pear shape, so I'm bigger on bottom. And sometimes, you know, I'm two completely different sizes on top and bottom. So I have to buy a larger size dress to fit my hips. But then I need to get it tailored on the top half so that it fits me a little bit better. Don't be afraid to do that. It's really not an expensive thing to do. And it also just goes a long way toward making that piece look like it was made for your body. You know, what, how do you feel about like investing in, you know, investing in your wardrobe? Sure, we can buy maybe Universal Threads t-shirts at Target, but, you know, what's your stance on, on kind of that whole environment and fashion? Definitely. So I feel like you should always invest in your closet staples, the things that you're going to wear season after season, year after year. On a cost per wear basis, it's worth every penny to invest in good closet staples. These are going to be your things like your jeans, your knits, um, your coats, your shoes, all of the things that you're not going to be updating on a regular basis. Then you can have a little bit of fun every single season, add in a new fun trend or two, you know, add in a new color trend, a new pattern trend, something that's just going to refresh things. You don't need to spend a lot of money on blouses because it's really hard to tell the difference between something that's more expensive and less expensive when it comes to a blouse. Same things with your t-shirts, your basic items like that. You know, those items might be something that do last you a few years. And just because you don't spend a lot of money on them doesn't necessarily mean that quality is, is going to be bad on those items, but just really kind of focus the majority of your budget on pieces that you will have longevity with and that will stand the test of time. I always tell the story about handbags. I used to buy a different handbag every single season, carry it for a season and get rid of it. You know, I might not have been spending a whole lot on those bags, you know, at most maybe a hundred bucks, but I wasn't carrying them for long. And then they would end up getting donated um, at the end of the season or, you know, after a few years, they would be collecting in my closet and I would just get rid of all of them at one time. 
I finally sat down and said, I want to invest in a really good bag that's going to stand the test of time that I'm going to carry for three years. I calculated a cost per use basis on that bag and realized that I'd actually be spending less on getting the more expensive investment bag. So always look at things through that lens and know that it's okay to spend on the items that you're going to be using over the long term. And it is a much more sustainable way to shop too. Mm, I love that. I also like the fact that you talked about size, because I think that's a big thing for women is they look at the size, um, you know, oh, I used to be an eight, I used to be a four, I was a 12, you know, and, and we get caught up in that. What would be your advice around, at least I think, pushing that to the side and getting what's comfortable? What fits for you? Sure. So number one is all sizing is vanity sizing. It, it varies by retailer. You know, you can be one size at one retailer, three sizes bigger at a different one. It really does not matter. It is truly just a number. So keep that in mind that if you have to go up a size or down a size at that retailer, it does not, it's not a reflection of your body in any way, shape or form. It's a reflection of their sizing. So I think that that's number one. And number two is really, I think that the key to looking put together and stylish and feeling good in your clothes is finding pieces that fit and flatter your body first and foremost. That is the absolute key. So just understand that you want your pieces to skim over the right parts and to hug the right parts, right? And right. keep this in mind. A selfie never lies. If you're in the fitting room and you're not quite sure, snap that selfie, look at the picture and view it through objective eyes. If you're not able to do that, send it to your most honest friend. We all have that one friend that will be direct. Say, yes. And we need an accountability. We need an accountability partner for exercising and for other parts of our life. We probably should have one for fashion. Absolutely. And if you're, if you don't have that friend, then ask a teenager. I've got two of those in the house and they'll be really honest with you. So, you know, just, it really is about finding those pieces that fit you and flatter your body type and don't get too caught up on the numbers because they really mean absolutely nothing. I have a hard time going in my closet and figuring out what would go together. So that's it's a, why the it's book a muscle. That's why it, this comes It's in. definitely a muscle that you need to exercise. And just, you know, that's why I love being that guide and just holding your hand through that process and helping you to see your pieces in a different light. Because honestly, I want to empower women. I want you to be able to do this on your own, but I'm going to give you that guidance and tell you how to get there. And that's really what the book's all about is here's your guidance. Here are the templates that you can follow until you're ready to start doing this on your own. I love it. Absolutely. Thanks, Allison. Yeah. Thanks for joining us so much. I appreciate Thanks, it. Please. Thanks so much for joining in the episode today. And thanks, Kristen, for pinch hitting with me. I think it's pinch hitting. I'm not very good at baseball terms. Pitch hitting, pinch hitting. Either way, it was a blast. And I think there'll be more to come. <laughs> so stay tuned and don't forget to go to betterthangossip.com. Check it out and send me an email on amy at fearlesslyfacing50.com and let me know you checked it out because there's some good stuff coming. Until next time. Go ahead and have a great rest of the week. You know what? Treat yourself to something special. If it's an ice cream, go out and get it. If you walk past a candy store and you're thinking, wow, I really want that piece of salted caramel, go treat yourself. You are so worth it. And also remember to sprinkle kindness like confetti. I say it a lot. Go forth and be awesome. See you soon. <laughs>